einer neuen Folge von The Canadian Wants to Know. Ein Podcast für Englischlernende in Deutschland, der kraftvolle Geschichten und anregende Fragen nutzt, damit ihr auf unterhaltsame Weise eure Sprachkenntnisse verbessern, vertiefen und festigen könnt. Hier ist euer Host, The Canadian George Robledo. Welcome to the Canadian Wants to Know podcast. On this episode, I'm going to tell you about my relationship with the country of Germany. The ups and downs and how ultimately I learned one of the most important lessons of my life in this country. I discussed some aspects of my story here in Germany in episode two with my wife, so I don't want to spend too much time repeating myself, but the reason I came to Germany is was to be with my wife. Um, we had a long-distance relationship, and after almost two years, we, we finally got married in Canada, and the idea was for me to come to Germany for a couple months, three, four months, until my wife finished her university studies. But this temporary stay became longer and longer and longer because my wife's university studies continued to be extended. So I had to stay here much longer than I had expected at the beginning. I didn't speak the language and I had no friends, I had no contacts, I didn't know anyone here. I also didn't have a job here at the beginning, so I kind of felt like I was stuck. I was in limbo. So limbo is this idea of not able to move left or right, forward or backward. You're just kind of in this middle ground where there's no progress happening. And that's what I felt like. This was the first time in my life where I couldn't communicate with people. I had lived in different parts of Canada. I had lived in Latin America. I had lived in Texas. And in all of these countries, I was able to communicate with people. And now all of a sudden, I'm in a country where I don't understand the language and people don't understand me. So I, I kind of, I felt like a child <laughs> learning how to speak for the first time. So all of these factors... They came together and I didn't know how to manage it. So after one year of being in Germany, I told my wife, you know, I, I cannot deal with this anymore. I don't want to be in Germany anymore. She promised me, okay, as soon as my studies are over, we'll go to Canada. That was her promise. And the truth is, I, I was I was depressed. I, I was not happy here. I felt like a fish trying to navigate my way through land without any legs, right? So just imagine this fish out of the water and just trying to learn how to walk on land. I didn't understand the culture, the language. I didn't understand a lot of the customs and traditions and how things work in this country. So I felt like I couldn't make any progress here. And that's when I met Benny. Benny is a successful wildlife photographer who lives in Hanover. We met up a couple times and one day he invited me for lunch. On our way to the restaurant, I, I started to tell him a little bit about my frustrations and the fact that I was unhappy in Germany. I, I didn't feel good. And I mentioned to him, you know what, Benny, like, I don't even have any friends here. And he looked at me and he said, George, I'm your friend. I don't think anyone will ever really understand how much I needed that in that moment. Right? Like in, in this very low point in my life. But I don't think I would still be in Germany if it wasn't for those words. 
Like in the lowest point of my experience and my time here in Germany, someone looked at me and they said to me, I'm your friend, you're not alone. And that's what was able to help me slowly start turning the corner away from these negative thought processes towards a more positive one. And in the summer of 2017, we took a vacation to the Black Forest. That's where I met Ahim and, and Doris. I fell in love with the Black Forest. It's a beautiful, beautiful region with uh, the nature here is, is gorgeous. And I, I, I told my wife, you know what? I know that you don't really want to go to Canada. So maybe we can find a middle ground. Maybe we can make a compromise. So I told her, what if we move to the south of Germany? I would be closer to the mountains. To me, the mountains provide me with this feeling of home. And she would be four hours away by train to Hanover. So we spoke to Ahim and Doris, and they said we could stay in their home for three months while we looked for a place to live. Ahim became a sort of mentor for me. I'd sit with him for hours and And I would ask him for advice and he would tell me stories about his life and he would really provide me with uh, a a good perspective to help me analyze my own um, stories, my own experiences. What I really admire about him is that you can put him into a challenging situation and he finds a way to stay calm. Yeah, so he's just, he's a really great human being. Like I'm the worst handyman in the world. And I remember... Ahim, he had so much patience with me. He tried to teach me some practical skills. And he would say, okay, George, uh, I'm going to show you how to use a drill or a chainsaw. And and I'd be like, okay. Like I would make mistakes and I didn't know what I was doing. But he, he really took the time to teach me these things. And I learned so much from him. And his wife, Doris, she became like an unofficial German teacher for me. Whenever I made a mistake, she'd correct me. She really helped me develop a new appreciation for the German language. And whenever I started to feel discouraged because I wasn't making progress as I would like, she was always there to help me and and to help me get better over time. On Sunday evenings, he would make pizza for us. And he makes the best pizza in the world. We'd sit around the table, we'd have dinner together, and then we'd watch Tatoa together. I like I, I was able to learn a lot about uh, that particular aspect of German culture, which is fun. Whenever I think about those nine months that we spent together, I I smiled. It was just really really nice. These people they didn't know us all that well. They allowed us to stay in their home, to live with them, to eat with them, to meet their friends, to meet their their children who are older now. Uh, it was just really really. like a blessing I can't find a better word for it that these two people were were so open and hospitable to us in Freiburg I also met Heinrich and Bernhard they're the CEOs of a wind energy company in the city a company called DGE Heinrich he's a he's a driven he's an ambitious businessman he's He's taught me so much about how to be more professional and how to think like a businessman. The fact that my business has grown in the last two years the way it has, it's all because he's 
shown me how to to manage a business and how to grow a business. And so I have a lot to thank him for when it comes to my the business aspects of my my life here in Germany. Bernhard is he's in many ways the opposite of Heinrich. He's he's reserved, he's quiet, he he likes to spend time alone in his village or in the forest cutting down trees. But this man has become such an integral part of my life in Germany. Whenever I need advice, whatever it is, personal, career, business-wise, that's the person I go to, and I know that he's going to give me another perspective. All right? like in many ways, I'm, I'm, I'm quite emotional, and Bernard is more logical, and he always helps me find a better way forward and not allow my emotions to get the better of me. There are three points I want to discuss in relation to my last five years here in Germany. And the first point is negativity. A lot of us, we once we start going down this rabbit hole, a rabbit hole is like a way of thinking or a particular uh, perspective, and then we just start going further and further, and we're not able to see another point of view. And I don't exactly understand the psychology of it, but our brains, they tend to remember negative experiences far more than positive ones. So for example, if you give a presentation, eight people, they can come to you and say, wow, that was a really great presentation. And then you have one person who comes and says, oh, it was so boring. It was horrible. You didn't prepare. What a waste of my time. Our brains remember that one person far more than the eight people who liked it. And in my first two years in Germany, I kept finding reasons to be unhappy in this country. I exaggerated the negative experiences I had because there were. There were some people who were not very nice to me, people who were not very uh, respectful. And those are the experiences that I focused on the most. And I forgot all the good things that happened to me. And lots of good things happened to me. I like my father-in-law, my mother-in-law, my brother-in-law. Like they're really great people who really tried their best to help me out at the beginning. But I completely ignored it and I completely forgot about it because my mind was so focused on all the things I didn't like about this place. And this became a pattern a pattern is a musta, is this thing that repeats itself. And it was really difficult for me to break it. So my question to you guys is, do you ever fall into negative thought patterns? Are you able to get out of that or do you dwell on those thoughts for a long time? To dwell on something means that you think about it for a long period of time. Do you allow negativity to affect your mood and behavior or are you able to stay calm even when life and, and people are not going or treating you the way you want to be treated? The second point I want to discuss is individuals make a country what it is. So what, what am I talking about here? We often, we resort to stereotypes when describing groups of people. So for example, we all know Germans are punctual, they're efficient, they're direct, they're reserved, and all Germans love bread. But for every German who fits those stereotypes, and, and of course you're going to meet people who fit perfectly into those stereotypes, 
you'll also find another German who doesn't fit those stereotypes. And what I've learned in the last five years is that stereotypes are not helpful when trying to develop relationships with new people. So now, when I walk up to a, to a new person, I, I say, you know, hi, my name is George. What's your name? And, and I let them tell me who they are without trying to put them into a box. And this is what we often do. We put people into boxes. Okay, um, I know that people that look like this or who come from this country, they always behave in this particular way. So we put them into a box. But putting them into a box doesn't allow us to get to know the person as the individual that they are. So, for example, with Bernhard in particular, if I had met Bernhard four years ago at, at a party, him and I would have never spoken because we're so different to each other. Right? He's like, in, in many ways, he's that very typical German. But because we met each other in a different context, like he's a student of mine, and we've worked together for the last two years. In that context, we were able to get to know each other. I was able to develop an appreciation for him. And now I can't imagine my life in Germany without him in it. He's, he's helped me so much in so many areas. And if I had put him into this box and, and just categorize him, say, okay, he's that typical German who, who's a little cold and, and is not going to be as open and friendly as say people from Latin America. Like if I had done that, him and I wouldn't have a relationship today. So what I've learned is you can't stereotype people, allow people to show you who they are as individuals instead of putting labels on them. So my question is, are you open to new people, especially those who are very different to you? And the second question is, do you have a burnout in your life? What I mean by that is someone who is very different to you in personality, but that is really important to you. The third point I want to discuss is a focus on positivity. The only way I was able to get out of my pattern of negativity was by focusing on the good around me. Like, for example, the, the time that Benny told me that he was his friend. That was one of the ways that I was able to slowly get my head away from the negativity and start to see that there were actually people in this country who cared about me, who, who wanted to spend time with me, who wanted to help me and give me good advice. Whenever you, have, whenever you walk down the street, you have two options. Right? Just imagine yourself. You're standing outside. You have two options. You can either you can look down at the ground and you'll see there's a lot of cigarette butts, there's garbage lying around. It's just messy and dirty on the ground or you have the option to look up at the sky and see the beauty of the clouds the sun the birds the sun like like these are options we always have these two options i can either see things from a positive point of view or a negative point of view and i've decided that i want to look up and that has made a really big difference on my life I love this country and I love the people that I've met in this country. I know that I'm a better man, I'm a better human being because of these experiences, because of these encounters that I've had with people. And the reason that I call this my love story with Germany 
is because it's it's been a roller coaster. I've had ups and downs in this country. There's been moments where I've been very frustrated in the press and I've told my wife, you know what, I don't want to be here anymore. Jen, let's go to Canada. People are nicer in Canada. But I've also come to realize every evening when I go to bed, I give thanks because I get to live in this country that has given me so many opportunities, not not only in, in my business, but also in my personal life. So for that, thank you, Germany. Like, I love this country and I am so excited for what the future, my future here in this country will look like and the people that I'm going to meet and the experiences that I'm going to have. I'm interested to get your answers to the following question and you can send me your answer in a WhatsApp message, you can send it in the Facebook group or or send me an email. And the question is, do you have a Bernhardt in your life? So remember, the meaning here is someone who has a very different personality but that has a very important place in your life. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review, share it with your friends. It would mean the world to me. I want to reach more people here in Germany and help them improve their English skills, their vocabulary, their grammar, and other aspects. And if you're interested in improving your business English, you can check out and subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Canadian Wants to Know. That's it for this episode. Also, bis nächstes Mal.